calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is John Roca, one third of the Geek Buddies with this awesome ad for you. If you like this show and you want to make your own and some of you reached out and asked us about making your own podcast, well, let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Go ahead and let your freak flag fly. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Take it from us here at the Geek Buddies. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, on with the Geek Buddies show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new live episode from the Geek Buddies. Buddies, ah, it's me, Shannon McClung. I couldn't be here today. <laughs> I'm off hanging out with things. Ah, hey, I'm we're just, back in. Yeah, I'm just looking ahead. in the chat, and I didn't know that when I told you that I was going to change my shirt real quick, you were going to tell everybody who was listening that we were in. Yeah, there it is. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Thank so, you someone that. was saying that I got a flat tire, and I was like, no, no, it's just Mikey changing his shirt, and there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody everybody changes their shirt in life. What's wrong with that? I think that's a good thing. I'm going uh, to slash, slash your tires. Jen says he's changing into his Jackie O look. I respect that. I literally, my friend Jameson just texted me oh. the image of you saying that I changed my shirt and called me a diva. Jameson, that's rude. That is rude. Every Listen, I've had to change my shirt before shows. I get it. Trust me. Don't even sweat it. But we are here live. Uh, thank you so much to so many of you who are joining us live here right off the bat. We appreciate it badly. We're going to talk and recap and review and break down and, t- and uh, go into 
all the stuff that was released here today on Disney Plus Day. Uh, I was able to do a Kenobi reaction. I was able to do a Baymax reaction, but then I had to run to a House of Gucci screening. And when I came back, Marvel had dropped a 14-minute reel earlier during the re that I got uh, during the screening that I got a chance to watch. And we're gonna break it all down. Remember, Streamlabs Super Chats, those are open right now. So send in your Streamlabs, send in your Super Chats. We'll answer them throughout the show. Unfortunately, Shannon McClung cannot join us today. He's got other commitments. But, Michael, we'll start with you. When they say the word Disney in our group of friends, Michael Vogel is the first image that you get in your head. So this must be, and you said this on the last Geek Buddies episode, this is a day you look forward to. How did you feel about the entire day? What's your overall feeling coming out of this Disney Plus day here as we sit here at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on the West Coast? Uh, I, I was very happy. I do think that they probably could have done more. I think that I, I think that in general, everyone, I would say, is feeling like, oh, I wish we'd gotten more footage of stuff. Mm -hmm. I wish that we had seen Andor. I wish we got an announcement about a Star Wars yeah. animated series. Like, there was a lot of conjecture about stuff we were going to see. That being said, I'm not, I'm definitely not, feeling bad about my Disney day. I've had okay. a wonderful time checking things out. Um, I think that there was a lot of cool uh, surprises, some stuff that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, I think Marvel, as is typically the case, really brought it. I think Star Wars and Lucasfilm could probably take a little bit of a, uh, a page out of the Marvel book. And yeah. it's not that Marvel had a ton more stuff. I mean, they did show more footage, but a little bit, yeah. I think they just, they just or do a better job. Yeah. They do a better job of just putting that package together to just really hype you up. So yeah. I think yeah. I was hyped by that, but look, there's a bunch of stuff and a lot of stuff that we knew was going to be out there, but like my brother yeah. is out there watching jungle cruise right now. I got Shang-Chi oh, to nice. watch later, a yeah. uh, bunch of new shorts, a bunch of things to check out. Um, so yeah, all in all, I'm really happy. It's, it's could it, could it have been better? For sure. Could we mm -hmm. have gotten more stuff? Yes. Are there more things that I want to see more of? Absolutely. Yeah. But given the stuff that we saw, I'm very happy rolling into my weekend. Well, it's, it's an interesting situation when you look at this because it, he, the Disney now has so many um, brands under their umbrella, Mike, that they have to kind of give and cater to each of those audiences. And sometimes that can affect uh, uh, what you get in in from one brand versus another brand, and then the expectations are up and down depending on what you were looking forward to and what have you. And you, so in essence, they're almost competing against themselves within their own company. You know, you could argue, as you just said, Marvel did a better job rolling out their stuff than maybe Star Wars did or even Pixar did, which was a little bit of a letdown for me as well. But then you look at the Willow thing, you're like, that was brilliant. Or I, I really enjoyed the Nat Geo stuff. There wasn't too yeah. much of it, but I really enjoyed the trailers for that. I'm excited to see Hemsworth and Will Smith kind of test the limits of what they can handle, um, both physically and mentally, in the numerous adventures. So we got some of, some of that. Hulu announced what they announced as well, so they got a chance to kind of yeah. show up a little bit as well. So there was a lot of audiences that they needed to satisfy in this. My only complaint is and look look andor is what it is and if they didn't show it maybe they weren't ready to show it maybe they're not happy with the look of it just yet that's fine the thing is it was a bit of a janky rollout i think that's the problem here is they were making the audience jump around and jump and go to this place go to that place go oh i gotta go to disney plus and i gotta go here I gotta go and i get it you're trying to do cross promotional synergy stuff but in the end you kind of frustrate the viewer who has who's having to jump around to look at all this stuff. And I think that's where they kind of messed up a little bit the rollout here. Because last I, year during mm -hmm. Disney Investor Day was so much more smoother. 
No, yeah, I mean, like Disney Investor Day, because it was definitely just rolled out. I do, I, yeah. I actually agree with you. And look, I don't know. I'm sure there's some programmers out there that everything I'm about to say, they're going to be like, yeah, well, this is why you couldn't do it. But right. if there had been a little bit more of a, hey, uh, 8, 8 a.m. is Star Wars, and all of a sudden yeah. Disney Plus got rebranded Star Wars, and at 8.30 it was Marvel, and at 9 it was this, Great you know point. what I mean? Or anything yes. that kind of made it feel like more of an event. Um, it was a little bit of like, I mean, we were texting each other this morning, and, and like our friend Jonathan was like, I'm watching the Marvel thing. I'm like, where's the Marvel thing? He's like, go click here. And so there was a lot of hopping yeah. around. So yeah, was it the smoothest Disney day? No. Right. But uh, like Transit of Mars is saying in the chat, uh, it we're a little spoiled. And I think it's like great that we're a little bit spoiled. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we can absolutely critique the things that we uh, that we wish we could have had better. But look, we have so much stuff coming. And the fact that we didn't get to see as much as we wanted of some of it, but mm -hmm. we got some really cool peeks at some other stuff, some crazy surprises. I yeah. will tell you right now, I think the thing that I am stupidly excited about that would have, I would, didn't even see coming is this X-Men 97 animated series. Yeah. I, I don't even understand the thinking <laughs> of that. I mean, I'm sure that, uh, when they launched Disney Plus, I don't know that they were expecting. I'm sure they got huge view. I, I, everybody watched that janky X-Men 90 show because yeah. we all love it. Even though the animation, when you look back on it now, is like a little rough. We all grew <laughs> up with that show and I'm sure they got some huge numbers and they were like, we got to do more with this. And so that yeah. was one of the biggest surprises. So, yeah, I, it. Uh, we could dive into the specifics of it because yeah, um, I have a lot of thoughts. But like overall... Sure underwhelmed but still happy which i guess is a good place to be yeah i guess you know and look disney has a lot of cachet with us a lot of credit with us as fans as viewers especially coming out of that disney investor day last year which i just referenced here michael spoke about like you know if they're if they're a little bit underwhelming it's okay because guess what we're still getting all this stuff we're still all that stuff is still coming down the pike yes uh, Ms. Marvel was uh, a push to 2022, which we found out yesterday, unfortunately. But we're still getting a lot of things here. And you got to look at this, Mike. It's a really interesting time for them to do uh, a Disney Plus Day as well because they um, it was just issued the report that they only added 2.1 million subscribers in the most recent quarter, which caused a 7% drop in the company's stock price on Thursday. So you wonder what's the genesis of that? Are people, you know, going back to work? Is COVID kind of coming down with the vaccinations and everything? Are people now spending less time in um in, at home to validate having Disney Plus? And apparently Bob Chapek even said that they're not at the levels in terms of original content that they were anticipating they would be at by this time in their rollout. And they think that might be affecting things. And we saw some titles here that were announced that were new as well. Yeah. Well, and I think and I, I don't know if other people uh, feel this way as well, mm -hmm. but I think Disney does make a lot uh, a lot on their network on on, the, on their streaming yes. service with short form content. Yes. And look, I love it. Like I I I thought Doug Days was super cute. I'm mm -hmm. excited to watch the Olaf tales. I'm excited to do those things, but the even like the Zootopia announcement is yeah. short form. Like there's yeah. a lot of short form stuff. There's a lot of Ciao Alberto. Oh, well, we put up, yeah, Ciao Alberto. Like yeah. there's a lot of short form stuff that's going up. And I think that that was great for the beginning of the launch. Right. But I do think, and I don't know if it's COVID related with everything or, you know, the delays that they're going to have, but they do need to get to the point where they have a more steady rollout mm -hmm. of 
full series orders of things. Um, And again, I'm saying this as a spoiled person. We're currently in a couple week lull between um, What If season finale and Hawkeye starting. And then Hawkeye is going right up against Book of Boba. So they pretty consistently have had one marquee show coming out. But I think they would love to get to the point where every week there's a Disney animated thing and a Pixar thing and a new Star Wars thing that people are watching as they're wrapping up the latest Marvel show. And so that's the promise of Disney Plus. And I think once they get there, they'll be firing on all cylinders and it still doesn't feel like they're quite there yet. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And 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 also, Jonathan, Jonathan, that X-Men show is janky. That anime, I love it. We all grew up loving it. You go back and watch that animation. I I defy anybody to convince me that the animation in the original X-Men show, as much as I love that show, is what we would call high-quality animation. <laughs> well, I think that's what they're traded in on, and we'll get into the Marvel stuff uh, in just a little bit, but certainly, yeah, there's a, I think there's a nostalgia in the fact that it isn't the best animation. I think a lot of people kind of enjoy that for sure. Uh, we got a super chat that came in real quick here that uh, from Jen Matty. Is that right? Jen Mattel, sorry. Jen Mattel said, love the Geek Buddies. I was not disappointed. I was not expecting an investor day type day. I took the announcement as we are dumping a bunch of stuff on the streaming channel. I think the fans expected more. Oh, well, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Jen, I would say that. I'm glad you're not disappointed. That means you can, you know, not be worried about it. Go on with the rest of your weekend and enjoy life. That's a fair thing. So, um, yeah, did you expect an investor day type uh, situation here, Mike? I didn't expect investor day levels mm-hmm. because that day, I think we said this on the show, but like yeah. that day just geek slapped everybody yeah. for like three hours. Like no one, no one was expecting it. It came out of nowhere and none yeah. of us knew what to do with ourselves. I think that I wasn't expecting that level, but I was probably expecting, I think Marvel met my expectations. Yeah. I think with Star Wars, I was expecting a little bit more on Obi-Wan, just a little bit. Yeah. And I was expecting to see more of Andor, and I was expecting, like, look, I I know they're not anywhere near ready to show us anything on Ahsoka, but right. if they had just had Rosario Dawson and Hayden Christensen show up and, like, show us some concept art for that, yeah. like, kind of, if they had done what they did with Obi-Wan for Ahsoka and with Obi-Wan had showed us a little bit more or revealed a little bit more. I think they could have caught up to what Marvel did and been fine. But again, I am splitting hairs here. So yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that first. I think that's where we're going to start at Star Wars. We have to start at Star Wars. And thank you very much, Jen, for that super chat. And please remember, super chats, send them in. Send in your stream labs. We will answer them on the show as we go along here. But yeah, let's start with Star Wars. Mark, Mike, we didn't get much. Like you said, we didn't get Andor. We didn't get a Book of Boba Fett, even though that's coming out next month. We didn't get, uh, we only got a, what, a minute and 15 seconds of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, behind-the-scenes video, which apparently had been dropped yesterday for some people. Uh, Christian Harloff did a a reaction to it yesterday, Uh, so some people got access to that thing, uh, and it was available now for everybody in Disney Plus today. And then we got Under the Helmet, the book, uh, the the Boba Fett uh, documentary, a little trailer for that. So, And that's all we got, pretty much for the most part. That is all we got. So were you surprised at the dearth of Star Wars content that came down? And... Are there any positive things you can say about the Star Wars content that was released for people to watch? Yeah, I mean, look, I like I just said, like I think that yeah. I was surprised we didn't see more. Yeah, um, I would have liked to have seen more. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the 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 behind the scenes Boba Fett thing looks neat. I'm gonna watch yeah. it. I'm gonna check it out. Obviously, definitely. Um, 
I one the, the one thing this is interesting the as as uh, Deborah Chow was talking about Obi Wan in the thing it was it was great to see you and McGregor he looked super excited <laughs> they definitely like doubled down on the it's Obi Wan and Hayden Christensen so yeah. it feels like that's going to be a significant part of thing the concept art as is always the case with Star Wars shows looks amazing yeah. I think the one thing that um, I did get a little jazzed about was. She said, you know, I think she said when she was talking about it, this is a dark time for yeah. everyone, which, yeah. yeah, we know. Uh, not 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 his best, not his best year following uh, Revenge of the Sith. But like, you know, so wherever we pick up between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, but she did say that there was Jedi hunters. Jedi hunters out there. And so she didn't say the word Inquisitors. Like she didn't say <laughs> that, but that's what a Jedi hunter is. Yeah. So I'm really, uh, that that definitely made me perk up. Like I was like, oh, are we going to get some live action Inquisitors? Like, is that going to become um, a part of the live action world that we, you know, if you've watched, uh, if you watch Rebels, if you yeah. played Fallen Order, like that's definitely a huge part of Star Wars. It's really cool. And to see Obi-Wan go up against some of them really really neat and just mm. even though this wasn't new information just the way that she said you know you can't really tell a continuation of obi-wan kenobi's story without telling anakin's side and i just yeah. you know i think that the more that they talk about anakin's journey into darth vader like you know yeah. i think that we all assume that you know revenge of the sith ended he you know he put on the helmet he said no and that was that and he was darth vader but it feels right. like we're going to delve in a little bit more into what that turn is and maybe smooth out some of the rougher edges of Anakin's turn uh, if you don't think Revenge of the Sith is the most perfect movie. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think that there's an opportunity for the series to do some of that too. So, like, there's definitely a lot to be excited about even though they didn't show very much yeah. of them. Yeah, good point here from, uh, from Transit of Mars saying nothing was mentioned of Acolyte. That's for sure. They didn't even, I don't think they officially announced the Rogue Squadron thing, even though they had, they had announced a couple of days ago, they didn't have a follow-up thing. Maybe they could have done a follow-up like 30 seconds with Patty Jenkins or a minute with Patty Jenkins talking about why it's being delayed and then what she's looking forward to doing, how what she's hard at work making the story, what have you. We didn't get any of that. But I had not seen this uh, minute and 15 seconds, so I got to watch it this morning, and I got excited. Yeah, we didn't get the footage. At the end, there was kind of like makeshift cuts to make it seem as if, Obi-Wan and Vader were, slap, were, were slapping sabers again. But I love the idea. I, lo I, mean, I, said, I love the shot of, sure. of uh, Ewan McGregor going, uh, you know, it'd be nice to kind of do it again with Hayden and go at it again. I think the fans would love that. And I was like, oh, you son of a, you son, you know what you're doing with that impish smile on your face. So, But uh, Deborah Chow, I mean, just immediately she radiates confidence, knowledge, mm -hmm. um, a grounded understanding of Star Wars. So, like, the excitement of seeing her talk about it and what she's laying out as you mentioned michael it got me excited to see that we're going to get a little bit more of a darker approach to kenobi which is going to be exciting plus those um the artwork that they put up really showcase some new ships some new characters some new locations um love the way that they started with her with him handing luke off to baru that was a great vibe of yeah. the connection here that we're going to get we're going to come back to so that was fun and the boba fett stuff was great and i haven't gotten a chance to watch it but i'll certainly watch it over the week it's only 21 minutes so to be fun to watch for sure um but yeah a little bit more would have been nice but what we got is what we got um do you anticipate i thought they might drop something a little bit later in the day do you anticipate the fan backlash or the um frustration or maybe the underwhelming feeling about star wars and their rollout here would push the release of a trailer possibly next week a little bit quicker over the weekend or do you think they're not going like, to do that i think if they don't if they didn't have it to show today i don't think they're going to be able to magically 
materialize it a week from now. I think that, I, I mean, I think yeah. that they, I don't think that they are sitting over at Lucasfilm on a pile of footage going, ha ha, we didn't show. Like, I mean, if they had had it, they would have showed it. So for whatever Probably. reason, um, they just decided not to. I yeah. think, so I don't think it'll uh, be, I don't think it will result in any kind of like, oh, let's rush out some more stuff for the fans. I do think that they'll take learnings from today. And when we get to Disney Day next year, yeah. I think we'll probably see things being a little bit more balanced, I would hope. Yeah, yeah absolutely. As I said, they're slapping sabers. That's what I'm talking about. I uh, was not going to bring it up, but I was very uncomfortable by the term slapping sabers. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I, I feel like it's not appropriate to talk about a mixed company. <laughs> That is something that Jedi's do in the privacy of their own temples. Slap a saba, slap a saba. All right. Anyway, we got another super jet here from Geeky Cal. She goes, "I of course loved the Marvel goodies, but the standout was Hemsworth. Limitless for me. I had no expectations for it, and his charm carries through those crazy shots and adventures. Love you guys. Yeah, let's address this since Geeky donated a little bit of money here. All right, we're done. I think we're done with the Star Wars stuff, right, Mike? Anything yeah. more to talk? Yeah, let's move on to this before we get into the Marvel. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the Nat Geo stuff was kind of a surprise for me. So I love the Geeky Gal is pointing this out as well. As if Chris Hemsworth isn't already one of the most attractive, good-looking dudes who's in shape and his door and all the ladies love him. Let's do another series where he's pushing his body to the ultimate limit. And I thought for a minute it was a bit of an ego kind of, you know, a project or, or ego stroke. And then they show the stuff with his wife. And I was like, oh, man, this is this is an exploration of masculinity. And I think this is fantastic or humanity. Even this kind of point, if we push it a little farther past gender of what how far you can test yourself, how far you can go and what you can learn about yourself. And even the adventure of marriage or the adventure of love is just as thrilling as standing on top of a place where, you know, looking down five miles down with nothing beneath you, no net or anything. So if the adventure is all relative in life. And I thought that was pretty cool. What did you think about this? Uh, also, I thought the Nat Geo stuff was a pleasant surprise. It's nice yeah. to see. I mean, and I think we joke about this sometimes. Like when you look at those Disney Plus buckets, like this is the bucket that is like, hey, guys, pick me. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Somebody come click Nat Geo because like, we're like, oh, what's the new Marvel series? I gotta watch a Disney movie. And I think what you're seeing with these with these announcements is like they're really putting a lot of uh, a lot of weight behind the Nat Geo part of the yep. Disney Plus streaming service. And so I think I think both the Chris Hemsworth one and the Will Smith one are done by Darren Aronofsky. Like I, I think I saw yes, that. Yes, like, both of them. So, Darren Aronofsky. Yes. So you got Darren Aronofsky doing like Nat Geo series, one yeah. with Will Smith just exploring the world, and one with Chris Hemsworth exploring the limits of his body yeah. and like we're all gonna check that out like they mm -hmm. both look really really cool so mm -hmm. i think you really see them um and this is what i meant by some of the pleasant surprises like i'm a geeky gal like this was not something i was expecting to see yeah but yeah. i watched both of these trailers and i'm like oh i'm definitely in for these shows like this mm -hmm. looks great and i think that there's a ton of really good net geo i, I make fun net geo there's a ton of really good net oh, geo yeah. content on disney plus there's cool stuff to watch especially if you're like it's a Friday night. You want to pop an edible? Like you can just ride out <laughs> Nat Geo for hours and hours. But um, but I think that Ooh. these are some. These are some. This is bringing to Nat Geo some yeah. of the marquee kind of titles that the other buckets have. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's really really cool to see. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And there's also an America the Beautiful one. 
uh, that was uh, uh, that's a yeah. trailer. It's a six part series that was dropped as well. If you all want to watch that, and Welcome to Earth is the uh, Will Smith one. And you know, sometimes you can forget that Will. You know, Will Smith is such a superstar. Sometimes you can forget that this is a black man who is successful at this level and getting to do things that you've maybe not seen a black man do at this mm-hmm. level. And him saying, we down here, y'all. I think that was him shouting out his people, shouting out black people saying, look how far I am a black man coming, going this far down into the ocean. Like we have never been this far down into the ocean. So I love that, that there's something here for everybody to enjoy, but also something for his culture to hold down to and feel proud about. So shout out to that situation. Uh, for sure. All right. Well, let's uh, without further ado, let's get into the Marvel stuff here, Mike. So actually, much. Okay. Actually, just because I don't want to forget it. And since okay. we did leave Star Wars behind. We did. Um, But we didn't. But like there's still the other Lucasfilm. There's Willow. Oh, yes. I want to make sure let's we do touch on Willow. Sure, sure. Let's talk um, about it. Because that was an adorable announcement. Sweet Mary Mother. I didn't expect much. And I, I was like, uh, I don't know. And it was great. I. Uh, it's great to see Warwick Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love him. I love Willow. I am I am one of the people that is old enough to have seen Willow in theaters and loved it, which most of the cast of Will of the new Willow series was not. No. But I think they did a really smart thing in that A, it was just a really fun announcement. Warwick yes. Davis kind of like walking around being silly, being funny, but in introducing the entire cast and making a point about how young they were and how most of them have never seen Willow. It is also a way to sort of say to your core target audience of Disney Plus, which is younger, hey, you don't know this movie either, but we're making a joke about it so we can be in on the joke with you. You should check this out. Like I Mm -hmm. thought it was a smart way to handle it while also being kind of really fun and cute and endearing. And holy shit, I don't know what this series is going to be, but I'm so excited. Yeah, like, right? Uh, and, and they also very subtly kind of made it clear in there that this is a continuation of Willow, and it's taking place years later, and Warwick yeah. Davis's age is appropriate. So we kind of knew that already, or we assumed that at least, but um, to see what a continuation of the Willow universe is going to be, I am so, so curious, and I think it's going to be really, really cool. Yeah, I'm not as hardcore of a fan of Willow as Mike Vogel is, or I think Shannon is, but but for me, so I had a bit of trepidation, but for me, what won me over was this three-minute trailer. It really did. They didn't show one ounce of footage, but meeting the diverse cast, seeing the playfulness between them, all of that got me on board, and seeing Aaron Kellyman. Jesus, Aaron Kellyman is like just doing every franchise under the sun, Star Wars, um, uh, Marvel, Marvel, now uh, Willow, all of it just, and she's like, so quiet unassuming and funny and doing her thing and just incredible we just finished rewatching falcon and winter soldiers made me appreciate her all the more all over again so great to what see did, her being a part of this uh, what did the lady totally outlaw what did the lady outlaw think of falcon and winter soldier well listen she's not the biggest uh bucky fan she really does not like bucky she's not a big fan of captain america making the decisions that he made hence why we're together but uh she but she did give the series credit for moving her concrete um, arrow a little further towards liking Bucky. So in the end, I think it served its purpose in getting her to reconsider a little bit or give a little more space to Bucky and him. I think she said him admitting stuff in that last uh, um, episode kind of really won her over. And so it was when that was the whole process. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 
shout out to them. So we're jumping well, into Loki. That, tomorrow. That, let's jump over. Let's jump yep. over to Marvel then. Now that we're uh, now that the Lady Outlaw <laughs> got us there, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. So much to talk about here with the Marvel. They dropped this thing. It was about 14 minutes on Disney Plus. It started out with recaps of Wandavision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, and then we got even more footage. In essence, an extended clip slash trailer for Hawkeye, where Mike, we got to see the tracksuit mafia in we all did. its glory for we real and all the madness of that's going to, and, and really get a good taste of what this series is going to be about and how it's going to reflect the Matt Fraction series. Then we got a Moon Knight clip uh, with uh, with uh, Oscar Isaac in the British accent. Really interesting stuff. She-Hulk there, seeing Tatiana Maslany there as Jennifer Walters. Uh, Ms. Marvel, we had a nice clip of Ms. Marvel there as well. Then we got all these titles that got dropped. I am Groot, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, What If Season 2, Echo, which we're, we're going to get uh, teased yep. in Hawkeye, Loki Season 2, X-Men 97, which is one that uh, a lot of the uh, Geek Buddies and Geek Buddies adjacent friends lost their minds over, Spider-Man Freshman Year, which got me excited, uh, Ironheart, Agatha House of Harkness, Armor Wars, Marvel Zombies, Secret Invasion, and then Mike... We got a little bit, maybe some Secret Invasion clips there with Nick Fury looking a little older, a little more gravelly, uh, or grizzled rather, and then seeing just a couple more clips of maybe Moon Knight and other things uh, involved in this. So what did you think overall of this Marvel presentation and what stood out for you? And please, if it's more than one thing, talk about it. Yeah, I mean, again, like I just think Marvel really has it down. Yeah, and and I think I saw Kalinowski say this on Twitter, and he and I both agree on this: is that if you've ever seen Marvel present a Marvel presentation in Hall H uh, at San Diego Comic Con, like they know what they're doing. Yep, and that clearly extends to the streaming services because where Star Wars kind of was like, here's a minute, here's a minute trailer on Obi Wan, and here's this Boba Fett thing, yay Disney Day. Marvel was like, here's 15 minutes, boom. Um, and yeah. yeah, like the first chunk of it was just a review. Like it was just going through WandaVision, Falcon, Winter mm-hmm. Soldier, Loki, and what if. But honestly, they cut a good sizzle. So yes, going did. through those things, I'm just getting hyped. I'm getting hyped. I'm getting hyped. Um, the Hawkeye footage was great. The two of them look really good together. I like their yeah. chemistry. Oh, um, yeah. I loved the camera work in this mm-hmm. car chase. I mean, just like oh, the yeah. close-ups, the camera moving around, like the continuous shot. Like it was just the the camera work in that car chase with the tracksuit mafia with them in the car uh, really is the thing that stood out to me. Like I yeah. think the action in this show is going to really, really be uh, something to see, like the way yeah. they're shooting it. So I was, I was really, really, really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you honestly, they could have had Oscar Isaac sitting there reading a phone book, and I would have been excited. <laughs> I don't care. I, I'm not as big of a Moon Knight fan as I know that you are. So yes. I'm, ex- I'm excited to watch this and become more of a Moon Knight fan. But mm-hmm. I am very much an Oscar Isaac fan, and yeah, I will just watch. Like I, he is so, he's so perfect. His face is so pretty. I'm not gonna he's lie, so he's Did you like the British accent? Did you like him putting that on for the for I, this show? I'm intrigued by it. I mean, it's cool. Like, he's a great actor. Like it was, yes. it was definitely like not only just the, um, not only just the accent, but sort of the uh, more nasally kind of voice. Yeah, like, just like everything yeah. that was going on. Like it feels. I feel like him and Ethan Hawke are just going to be in this movie, just trying to like outact each other, or mm-hmm. in the series, just outacting right. each other. Um, she Hulk was the standout for me. Go she ahead. Hulk was the one that I was the most excited about. Yeah. Um, I just. I love She-Hulk. I love Jennifer Walters. And everything about the very, very little bit that they showed us yeah. made me feel like this is 
the She-Hulk that I like the most. This mm-hmm. is the sort of funny, lighthearted, tongue-in-cheek Jennifer Walters as a superhero lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to see Smart Hulk, so we know Smart Hulk is yes. there, which is interesting oh, because yeah. we know if you watch the closing credits, uh, the, the post-credit sequence of Shang-Chi, Bruce is back to Bruce. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean he can't go back and forth, but as you're tracking Hulk's, uh, where Hulk is in his... Um, how, how he chooses to show himself in the world. Um, we're getting full Smart Hulk, which is actually cool if you think about it, because yeah. from a budgetary standpoint, like they're really going for it. It would have been easy for them to say, oh yeah, it's just Bruce. We're not going to Hulk him out because we have too many other effects in the show, but they're going yeah. full Smart Hulk there. Um, we don't fully get to see her, as Jennifer Walters as She-Hulk, but we get to see enough to know that they're not necessarily bulking her they're up. They're not! As much as like they bulk Hulk up, which yeah. I think is fine because Jennifer Walters in the comics, even though she does get bigger, is yeah. definitely not in the more recent comics. She kind of hulks out more. But in the right. era that I think they're sort of pulling their inspiration from, she's a large but um, svelte woman. Yes. Um, and I really love they had the one bit in the end where it looked like it was a commercial, like where she's like standing there and she's like, you wouldn't like me if I'm angry. Yeah. And I really do think that. They're going to do a lot of what they did in the comics where people wanted She-Hulk as their lawyer. Like that, right. the fact that she, like that, it's almost like the, oh, we don't want you, Jennifer Walters. Can you turn green? That's who we want as our lawyer. And like, that was a big part of that, that comic book run. And I think that's going to be really interesting. Um, and then the Miss Marvel footage made me excited, but also I'm, I think the combination of the fact that it's getting pushed yeah. almost an entire year, which we okay. literally just found out. Um, and just being so nervous because I want them to get this right mm-hmm. so badly. Like, right. uh, she's just one of my favorite characters. So the it was sort of like Moon Knight intrigued, She-Hulk, 100% win, everything yeah. I saw was great. And Miss Marvel, I'm so excited, but I'm also, like, scared. <laughs> like, I'm nervous. Like, I, I'm like, oh, please, please get Kamala Khan right. Like, please get her right. I hear you. And were any of the titles besides uh, X-Men 97 get you excited that they announced or that they showed the logos? So, yeah, I think that um, most of the titles were the things that we already knew from the previous Investor Day. I think the new stuff was Echo, which I'm really excited about. Clearly, they're going to double down on her. We're going to meet her in Hawkeye. We're going to spin her off and, like, make a big deal out of her. Um, Also gives me a lot of hope for Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, yes. Just because between Hawkeye and then Echo getting her own series, it just feels like Disney Plus is going to need themselves a kingpin, and yep. there's no better kingpin than him. So mm-hmm. ho- putting putting my stake in the ground that I really hope we get him. Um, the Marvel Zombies series. Yeah. Brand new information. I'm assuming it's going to be animated, but yeah, uh, we'll see. So. But like, I'm assuming they're just going to take all the assets they have from What If and be like, we're just going to keep going with that, <laughs> um, which I think will be really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, the yeah, Spider-Man freshman year. Don't really know what it's gonna be, but excited. And then yeah, X-Men 97. And also the thing about X-Men 97, just back on the animation front of yeah, it, please. If you look at the image, like especially on Twitter, the one that they posted with the with the the X-Men, it's yeah. clearly in the style, and maybe this is just me because I'm such an animation nerd. It's clearly in the style of the 97 series, but right. even in looking at that tiny little image it looks a little bit cleaned up. Like it, yes. it's going to be really interesting. I can't wait to see like the first look of what this is. Mm-hmm. Cause I think the promise of giving me the X-Men, uh, the nineties X-Men that I remember in my head 
Yeah. Not necessarily the animation that I see when I actually go to Disney Plus and I'm like, oh yeah, that was that was rough. <laughs> I think if we can like clean that up but still retain that style, that's gonna be really, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, the the X-Men Jet moving felt like the old janky animation, but you're hundred percent right. It looks much more cleaner, the lines are clearer. It doesn't look like the animation that we'd seen in the past. So, yeah, I think you're 100% right. So they might go with the feel of the 97 X-Men that people yeah. love so much, but it'll be a cleaner look overall. Um, and, you know, Agatha House of Harkness, I could not be more excited for, but it's yeah. a, that's a that's a banger name. So mm-hmm. props to them. Um, and then I think everything else was the stuff that we already knew. Yeah, um, But we did get to see Nick... Fuck my eye patch fury. And oh. I did enjoy that. <laughs> like Nick was a little grizzled, man. Nick Nick Fury being like, I am done with this eye patch. <laughs> you can look at my eye. I don't give a shit. Um I'm really curious to see. I mean, I'm just excited. Secret invasion out of all of the stuff that we already knew was coming. Yeah. I think is uh probably the one that I'm most excited for, just because I think scrolls are cool. Yep. So just going fully into the scrolls, like I the scrolls are probably my favorite part of Captain Marvel, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm just excited to see more of them. Yeah, agreed. I, I loved it. I, I really enjoyed the entire the entire Marvel rollout. When they first started showing the old stuff, I was like, "Oh, why are we doing this?" But then I realized, you know what? Just because you've run off to see it so quickly, and all your friends are run, does not mean that there aren't still people coming to Disney Plus or signing up for Disney Plus and want to experience these shows. So it was nice to kind of remind people, hey. All this stuff is here. This is the level of quality that we started off with. So if you haven't watched this or if you want to rewatch it, why don't you do so now? Then they got into all the stuff they got into. Loved the Moon Knight stuff. Really loved that we're playing with the Mark Spector who is overwhelmed by what's happening to him. You hear that voice. You hear what he's, you see what he's doing. Even the small clip near the end of the Marvel, entire Marvel clip, where he's like standing around like this after he's knocked out four people. He's not aware of what's going on, which I think is really interesting. We're going to play. I'm going to, I wonder how much they're going to play on the schizophrenia, on the mental health stuff or, or whatever's going on with him, how they're going to walk that line. So I'm very curious. The image of him jumping across the building against the moon. I lost my mother effing mind, my mother effing mind. And uh, so I love that. So get me a trailer for God's sakes. Hurry the hell up. Uh, I love the, I loved the She-Hulk stuff. That was really great. Great to see Tatiana Maslany with the confidence and the strength of the power she has as an actress. I agree with you, Mike. I was a little surprised they didn't go with the bigger look, but they're kind of adhering to, as you said, the original look of She-Hulk, which wasn't like this big bulky uh, woman. It's a little bit slimmer, but still strong up top, certainly with the shoulders and everything like that. And the Bill Bixby, Jack McGee, or the uh, uh, whatever Bill ba- Bill whatever's it, Bruce Banner in the in the in the in the show, David Banner, sorry, and uh, Jack McGee pose there. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. That's Bill Bixby's line from the original Incredible Hulk yeah. series. So having him having her stand there and deliver it, I thought was brilliant. That they're still remembering that there is a history of this series and it's connected up into the incredible hulk stuff and she hulk as well and yeah it's interesting what you say about uh smart hulk or professor hulk or whatever i don't think his arm's in a sling in that shot but his arm was still in the sling in shang chi so is this before the end of avengers endgame when all this is happening or is this later 
and he is Professor Hulk. So that to me got me thinking about timeline with all of that. That I didn't think about that, but that's a good point. So maybe this is after maybe what we see in Shang Chi, and yeah. he's uh, healed up, and he hulks out because he's got to be uh, you know ready in case she yeah. goes a little crazy. So yeah, like I think there's a lot of cool options. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. I also think like what I like about them showing. I mean, I as anybody who knows me knows, I I love a clip reel. So like, yes, it's my favorite part of the Oscars when they show a clip reel, and I'll cry at uh, drop of a hat. Put put a bunch of movie clips together. So like just watching that first part with all the Marvel Disney Plus shows. I was just good. I was like, yeah, I like all of these shows. This is great. <laughs> Show me more. Um, and I think well, it was is... nice. Yeah, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You think it was nice? No, I just I think it's nice that they kind of, because Marvel is just this one big continuous story, in the same mm-hmm. way that Star Wars is, that giving us a little bit of where we've been uh, can make us more excited about where we're going. Like yeah. reminding us of how, like kind of what you said, reminding us of how good, relatively, all you know, they're a little bit uneven, but like relatively... The Disney, the Marvel Disney Plus series have been solid. Like they've been mostly solid. Yes. And reminding us how much fun we had going through all of those kind of makes us more excited about what's coming, as opposed to if they had just shown a couple small clips and that was it. Well, and that's what I enjoyed about the Miss Marvel stuff. Yeah, they're pushing it to 2022, but I don't think I have the same trepidation you do. I think maybe it's about scheduling and placement and all of that. But I like what we got. I like that the costume does 100% fit her. I like yeah. that it looks like a little homemade. I love the line where she's like, you know, the brown girl from New Jersey doesn't usually save the world. I love that fucking yeah. line. It's so I love that they're leaning into a religion, leaning into a culture and having that be a part of it. So that, I'm so looking forward to seeing more of that with her. And yeah, I mean, the Hawkeye stuff, as you mentioned, just great, great stuff. Seeing the movement of the camera within the car, but also the back and forth about the arrows, the back and forth about what you're going to do, or what, what the arrows do or who's going to drive the car or all of that. And then seeing the tracksuit mafia come out, jump on top of the car, doing things they're doing, but, you know, opening the door out of the moving van, all of it. It is just perfectly encapsulating what we're going to get from this series. So you're either you're, in, you're either you're in or you're out. If you watch a clip like this, either you're totally in or you're totally out. And I think um, they did a great job of showing you that and a little bit more and her what she's going through as well, like with the stuff with her mom and the stuff with her past and her desire to be a part of uh, to be a superhero. And I love that Hawkeye is like, there's a price you pay for this life. And she's like, yeah. yeah, but there's also great things that you get from this. So it's a different point of view. You know, the older generation, Mike, is always more angsty. It's the younger generation who's excited to do it. And I think Marvel's really smart to go younger with all these heroes as they go into this phase four to kind of reinvigorate our joy and our love of superheroes. So all of it just looks really, really good uh, for me. Yeah. Well, and I think the other part of that uh, is that I think it's I think Clint's arc in Hawkeye is going to be really interesting. I mean, like, obviously, yeah. even though they're they're clearly going for the Matt Fraction arc, like there's some significant differences between the MCU Clint and the Clint in the comics. So him him having a family and a wife being one of the major ones. Yeah. So obviously things are shifting around here, but even him saying to her, uh, to Kate Bishop, I'm not anyone's role model. Yeah. I think that, look, this is a Clint who probably isn't particularly proud of what he did as Ronan, um, lost his best friend in uh, in in Endgame, mm-hmm. and is still recovering from a lot of that. And I yeah. think that if they can take that, this Clint is healing in a different way than the Clint in the Matt Fraction run, run yeah. needed to heal. But if they can take those things and sort of fold that into this story, it's a nice way of still honoring the Matt Fraction storyline yeah. while still doing the MCU version of it, which I'm kind of really intrigued to see. 
Yeah, and they, also, Mike, there's two, these are two different versions of Kate Bishop. What you got in the yeah. comics is not 100% what you're going to get from Ailey Steinfeld, and that's great. You're going to get a new version of Kate Bishop to play with this uh, new, this version of Hawkeye in this in this series as well. I will say, for me, Armor Wars and Ironheart are the two things I'm looking forward to big time. Like, I just, I have a thing about Armor the Armor Wars. Armor Wars, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I can't, I can't wait to get some more from that. When is that coming down? I, I am big into the Iron Man universe, so I want... To see Ironheart, I want to see Armor Wars and see what well, we're going to get. Of course you are. You think, you think Captain America's wrong. Of course you're big in the Iron Man universe. I'm sorry that I don't like passive-aggressive people. I apologize. No, you like, war, you like warmongers that want to put a suit of armor around the world. Cool, cool, cool. cool we cool, have to cool. protect the world. What's the big deal? Mm -hmm. All right, anyway, let's get into some of these super chats that came in while we were having our talk here. Chris Taylor says, since we are getting a, a continuation of 90s X-Men cartoons, how about we get one for the 90s Spider-Man cartoon? Well, was that Spider-Man freshman year kind of an extension of that, did you think? No, no. Okay. No, because P Peter Parker in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon is certainly not a freshman in high school. Oh, uh, right. Fair. That's fair. You know, yeah. is, is the 90s Spider-Man even on Disney Plus? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know if it is, actually. Is it I'm just called, what's it called? The Amazing Spider-Man? What's it called? No. Uh, you know, because I think that, because that's really what it boils down to, is I think that um, it, I don't know why it wouldn't be, but I don't know if it is, but I don't, I don't know that I've seen it on there, and I know that I've gone and watched the X-Men. And like I said, I do think the reason we're getting this X-Men 97 is the same reason that we have Young Justice Season 3 and Season 4 on okay. HBO Max. Like when... When Young Justice seasons one and two were on Netflix back in the day, right. uh, the the numbers that Netflix was getting on this show that had been around for a while was so huge that it inspired uh, Warner Brothers Animation to be like, oh shit, we better make more of these. And I think that Disney Plus got so many views of the 90s X-Men that they probably weren't really expecting that they were like, oh shit. So if, uh, if the Spider-Man show is on there and if people watch it, maybe we will. Yeah, I'm looking at an article right now that says it is back on Disney+. Plus. It initially was mislabeled when it was first dropped on Disney+. Plus. Now it's back on there. So we'll see what Spider-Man Freshman Year is going to be all about. But certainly exciting stuff to see uh, what we're going to get from uh, Peter Parker in that series animated-wise. John Lee says, since they haven't announced dates yet, what MCU show comes after Hawkeye? Also, kind of wish they announced a Shang-Chi spinoff show. I think we're still a little... I think we're still accepting Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. To be launching the spinoff that quickly, I think, would have been a little bit too, uh, to me, too fast. They also, just speaking of the Shang-Chi spinoff, they yeah. didn't announce, they announced a while ago that we were going to get a Wakanda series at some point, but that yes. wasn't part of the announcements here. So that's right, interesting. Um, what is next? Because it was going to be Hawkeye, and then it was going to be Miss Marvel, right? Yes. That's what it was going to be. Mm. But now... I would think Moon Knight I'm, is next. It seems like it was, yeah. It, I mean, it would most likely be Moon Knight or She-Hulk. I mean, those were the ones that, have, that are... Right. It, they're the ones that we've seen the footage of, and we haven't seen the footage of the rest. So those, it's yeah. probably one of those two. I would imagine so. And also because if you believe the leaked images from Spider-Man No Way Home, we're heading back to the street-level approach to New York and the heroes and the villains. So that opens the door to Moon Knight, opens the door to, uh, to She-Hulk. So as being the next ones, we shall see when they... Yeah finally get around to announcing it so uh cb says uh begrudgingly super chatting after the recent man united liverpool match i will never get over sorry buddy uh hawkeye has christmas and and new york city everything i love very excited for a show i didn't think i wanted yeah mike um we've gotten some this is like the third clip or third trailer we've gotten for hawkeye do you think this has the power much like uh clone wars did 
to redeem its main uh, character because a lot of people have had issues with uh, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye in the uh, Marvel Universe. Do you think this has the power to redeem Hawkeye and make people maybe fall in love with him for the first time or fall back in love with him as Hawkeye? Yeah, look, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that like Hawkeye. There's a lot of people that are like, Hawk, what is, it's a dude with an arrow. What do I care? And I do think that <laughs> if they're smart, they lean into that. Like the way that you yeah. win people over is if, if, if you know that like a significant portion of your MCU audience is like, oh, Hawkeye, the guy with the arrow, then you write into your script somebody saying you're just a dude with an arrow and you yeah. make that a story point and then you allow him to win that part of the audience over. So I think so. I also agree um, with CB about Christmas and New York City. Like the second that they played that first trailer with Christmas music, I was oh, like, yeah. I am so on board for this. <laughs> and now I'm going to watch Hawkeye, the series, every Christmas, along with all my other Christmas movies. Like I am. <laughs> I usually try and hold out until Thanksgiving. And this year I was like, just fuck it. I have been rocking the Christmas music already. I'm in. I'm ready. You know, I don't even care about Thanksgiving. Yeah. To me, I'm focused on well, Christmas. Your time. I'm just love- saying. I love me some Thanksgiving, but right. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is just a Christmas gateway drug, really. So. <laughs> it's that workout. It's that it's that last rung in the workout you got to get through before you can enjoy the endorphin rush. That's yeah. what, that's what uh, Thanksgiving is. All right, we've got a couple more, a couple of Streamlabs that have come, or a few actually, three of them have come. And please keep sending in your Streamlabs and Super Chats. If you have questions about Disney Plus Day that you want to ask me or Michael or anything you want to ask us about, Pierre J says, I skipped the, quote, treasure hunt. I'll watch the footage on YouTube over the weekend. Uh, well, not all of it's going to be on YouTube, Pally. I think part of the disappointment stems from false expectations. Disney never promised trailers. The internet just did what it does and perpetuated that assumption. Yeah, do you think we're a little, we do you think we kind of shot ourselves in our in our own feet by anticipating that there would be trailers or assuming there would be trailers? We are geeks. <laughs> by definition, we shoot ourselves in the foot constantly. <laughs> That's a fair point. Absolutely fair point. Yeah, and uh, you know some of the Star Wars shows were like just a hundred percent convinced that there was going to be Kenobi footage and yeah. Andor footage, and there wasn't. So, um, and that happens sometimes. Don't go after them either because that happens. We're, we're all right and we're all wrong sometimes. That's the game. Uh, Phil P uh, donated. He said, "Big up the Geek Buddies. Forget Disney Plus Day announcement. When are you boys announcing the Geek Buddies live show in London, live from Old London Town, Phil?" Uh, or love from old London town, Phil P. Yeah, I, am, I am in. I will go. You just, you don't, you don't even have to. I, I'll buy a ticket right now. It's I been know, so long. <laughs> I was supposed to. That was the last big trip. Uh, I had tickets mm-hmm. to fly to London to see some shows, and I was supposed to go in March of 2020. Yeah. Oh wow. And. And and then we were not allowed to travel because there was a pandemic. So that was the bad last big trip I was supposed to take, and I'm ready to do my reboot. So well, let's do it. Okay. Well, maybe we'll start planning it out and uh, doing some pricing and whatever, and then we'll see if the fans want to contribute to us coming over there because we'll have to rent a hall out, which will take a certain amount of money for sure to be able to do that. And uh, maybe we can get 200, 300 people to show up. That would be a lot of fun I, for sure. We don't even need a hall. Just pick a pub. Meet us there. <laughs> We'll that. play some darts, drink some pints, and talk about Star Wars. Let's do it. I'm in. Star Wars, matey. Uh, all right. Uh, Brian Brawler wants to know, where do I go watch these trailers? 
on YouTube or on Disney Plus, brother. They're all there on Disney Plus or YouTube. That's where all the trailers are. And you can even go to Twitter if you want to watch some of the trailers on the Disney Plus uh, 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 Twitter feed there that they've got for sure. Uh, let's see what else. We got one more that came through from Fredtastic314. Hey, Geek Buddies, was anything said about Monica Rambeau and maybe being involved possibly with Secret Invasion? My lunch break is over. I'll catch up later. Oh, yeah, did. Nothing, nothing was said, said right? about it. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be, I mean, I would assume that she would be a part of it. I mean, a yeah. scroll came and picked her up at the end of WandaVision and uh, pr- presumably took her up to that uh, sword base in the sky. So yeah. I think that we will likely see her. Uh, but I also think that I wouldn't be surprised if Secret Invasion came out post Oh yeah, Miss Mar- the Marvels. Like, yeah. I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like we're going to get uh, whatever's going on with Monica Rambeau and Carol Danvers, which was kind of hinted at in the way that she responded about Carol and WandaVision, and then she went up to the base. I think we're going to like get Kamala Khan, Monica Rambeau, Carol Danvers, maybe some other key scrolls, yeah. uh, like maybe like a gay prince um, <laughs> uh, uh, in that movie, and then that will then spin off into Secret Invasion. Yeah. Uh, is what I'm assuming. So if that's the case, I bet we will see Monica Rambeau in it. That's and that's all me just pulling. That's me pulling shit out of my ass. I don't know that that's the order, but I would presume that that's probably the order. And that is how geeks shoot themselves in the foot. They we do this all the time. <laughs> and that is how geeks. And that is how we do it. Uh, let's see. CB says, "Geek buddies, London. Hell yeah! All right, respect, dude. Respect." Um, and Brian Brawl says, "What in total did they announce in this event? Well, there was twenty five new pieces of content that were announced throughout this event and then trailers and clips and footage or behind the scenes videos from stuff that had already been announced overall. Uh, yeah, yeah you want to say something, Mike? No, I mean, I just go. I'm go. So like, yeah. as of today, you can watch Shang-Chi, Jungle Cruise, yes. Home Sweet Home Alone, uh, season two of The World According to Jeff Goldblum, Olaf Presents, Chow Alberto, the Pixar short, The Legacy yes. of Boba Fett Under the Helmet, uh, the 2021 Marvel Disney Plus spe- uh, kind of special, which is the 14-minute thing we talked about. Mm-hmm. Pixar's 2021 special, which covers all the shows they have, including a new Cars series and a new original series called Win or Lose. Oh. Uh, a bunch of new shorts are up as well. Uh, and then, um, yeah, like we said with the Marvel stuff, we got all of the announcements that we just mm-hmm. went over. Yeah. Uh, the new Baymax series, which we'll talk about in a second. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, Cars series, uh, Princess and the Frog original series, Tiana yeah, following Tiana. a newly crowned, following the newly crowned Princess of Maldonia. They just released an image. Uh, mm-hmm. Zootopia, they released an image, a new short form series uh, about all of this cast of Zootopia. As John said, on Hulu, we're getting Prey, which is a Predator yeah. prequel. Um, we have the Beatles documentary, which they did show a clip of this coming out. Yeah. Uh, Andy Samberg and John Mulaney did a quick announcement on Twitter announcing that they are the voices of Chip and Dale for the Rescue Rangers movie. <laughs> we got an amazing image of the cast of Hocus Pocus 2. The oh, Sanderson God. sisters are back. Um, <laughs> live action oh, Pinocchio coming out in fall 2022. New Ice Age series. Uh, let's see, Disenchanted. You can watch yes. Enchanted now on Disney Plus, and they're doing a sequel, Disenchanted. Yeah. As we said, the Willow series, uh, two Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies, mm-hmm. uh, awesome trailer for The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, which, yeah. if you are a fan of The Proud Family, is 
the awesome looking proud family in even better animation and it looks absolutely badass mm -hmm. uh and i think that uh let's see well, sneaker yeah. fella did you leave out sneaker fella or whatever uh, oh sneakerella sneakerella uh, which sneaker sneakerella which looks really interesting <laughs> yeah. the new nat geo shows yeah uh and i think that's mostly it and then you got there, spider how, how to do yeah, good pretty good spiderway chronicles as well they announced that and then uh the ice age teaser trailer which i i'm not surprised you left off that is not one that you're probably looking forward to that much, Mike. So, uh, but that I is, that's, is, I think Ice Age is fine. Okay, <laughs> but that's that's what led the day. Yes, that was the first show that led the day as well. But on the international side of things, Star released uh, 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 some stuff for uh, some shows coming out here, and, and Star is available for those of you who are across the pond or other countries here. The U.S. There, it's available on Hulu in the U.S. and Star Plus in Latin America. Rosaline, which is a fresh comedic twist on Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, The Princess which is uh, Joey King as a young royal who is more comfortable with a sword than a tiara. As Michael mentioned, Prey, that's going to be their way of setting Predator 300 years ago. Uh, and it seems like it's a, it follows Naru, the skilled warrior who fiercely protects her tribe against a highly evolved alien predator. Hmm. That sounds badass. I'm super down for that. I love movie? Predator movies. All right. That's what? Fine. You're insane. You do not love the new Shane Black Predator movie. Stop it. You did not like that movie. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. <laughs> I think the first Predator movie is one of the all-time great sci-fi. Like, it's probably in my top five Arnold movies. Ooh. I think Predator 2 with Danny Glover is a little bit ridiculous, but I still fucking love it. And I think Predators with Adrian Brody not is actually not bad. Lawrence Fishburne is not great in it. But aside from him, the rest of that is pretty cool. Then you get into the Aliens versus Predator and the Shane Black Predators. And no, those I do not like because they are not good movies. But the idea of an awesome, like, like Predator movies is like, it's the constant promise of this, this is not a hard concept. Right. This is it a really great isn't. concept. Just do it right. And yeah. apparently it's harder than I think it is. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so I'm very excited about this and it sounds cool. We should, and one more thing, No Exit, which is a suspense thriller that follows Darby Thorne. Uh, that's Havana Rose Liu, a young woman who is stranded by a blizzard and forced to find shelter in a highway rest area with a group of strangers. So interesting content that runs the gamut uh, all over the place, uh, Mike. So uh, we shall see how much of that actually gets, uh, gets good publicity, good uh, hype behind it, and people enjoy it. Um, Travis Earl says, are you excited for the Hayden McGregor reunion? Even though you weren't so hot on Revenge of the Sith, I think it's a classic. You think Revenge of the Sith is a classic? We, we can get into my thoughts on Revenge of the Sith another day. But yes, okay. I am. Because I, and I think we talked about this. Like, I think Hayden yeah. Christensen, I think Hayden Christensen gets a bad rap for his acting. Because if uh, we're being honest, okay. because if we're being honest, okay. I think Ewan McGregor and Natalie Portman and Samuel Jackson are all great actors. And they don't come across great in some of those moments in the prequels ever. There is a lot of wooden acting happening across the board in the prequels. And I think that had a lot to do with early green screen work and the fact that George Lucas is notoriously not necessarily the greatest with his actors. So I think that there's a yes. lot of reasons that performances might be a little bit wooden. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But no, I am excited about it because I think that given um, the fact that Hayden Christensen's older, has lived mm -hmm. his life... Uh, is in a different place than he was when he was a young guy who got cast as Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. The fact that we've got Deborah Chow, who I think is awesome. The fact that we are kind of being led in this Filoni Favreau world, which mm -hmm. as we talked about a lot on the show, 
Clone Wars, the animated series, made me fall in love with the prequel era, even though the prequels are not my favorite of the live action movies. So like yeah. I now, I will talk about the fucking Jedi Council and the Senate and the you know trade the trade federation and nemoidians and all like i love and clones um i love <laughs> all of that stuff so much yeah. and so and more importantly i love anakin skywalker and clone wars mm -hmm. yeah right. so if if the hayden christensen that we get in obi-wan and eventually in ahsoka mm -hmm. can sort of line up a little bit more with the clone wars anakin I think that will make me probably like the happiest person in the world. Did you enjoy seeing them doing the training? I was trying to I find a, a picture. I didn't see a picture. I didn't. I was trying to find a picture of Hayden and you and training together there to uh, for their eventual lightsaber battle. Yeah, no, Are, I oh, okay. I'm excited. I'm ex I'm just excited to see what. Look, he maybe he won't be a great actor, and I'll feel a way about it. But mm. I, I don't think so. I think I'm actually mm. going to really enjoy him in both Obi Wan and in Ahsoka. Yeah, I don't. I think Deborah Chow is going to bring out the best in both of them. So I got yeah. no no concerns at all. And, and you know, um, um, Hayden Christensen has done good work in the past outside of the world of Star yeah. Wars. You got to go out and find it. But he has done good work in the past. So he took a break, and there's nothing wrong with it. Take a break, enjoy your life, come back to it. Everyone's ready to put their arms around you again. That's a good thing. So yeah, not a biggest fan of Vince, although I like the ending. I love that fight on on the Mustafar. You know the the other stuff. You love not you love the high ground. You love I the love, high ground. I do love the high ground, and I love the jumping around around the lava. I don't love you breaking my heart, Annie. I don't love that. That's for sure. Uh, CB says I could be wrong, but I believe D twenty three is next week. Maybe full trailers for Star Wars were held back for that. Is that correct, Mike? Is D twenty three? I don't know when. I don't know when D twenty three is actually. You know what? But I, so here's what I'll say to that though. Yeah, even if that's it. true, even if that's true, hold on, yeah. I'm looking up when D twenty three is. Yeah. I am. Uh, when is it? I don't. Know. Uh, will there be uh, the November nineteenth through the twenty first of twenty twenty one? Yes. So. Okay. Here's what I think though, and Marvel does a good job of this, and I think they could have done a better job of this. I think that if they, bad example because I know there's no footage for Ahsoka, but let's pretend yeah. for a minute there was footage of Ahsoka for this point. Um, I would have, or maybe Andor, that's more like, like maybe we'll get Andor for like, I would have had like Diego yeah. Luna and K2SO record something for today. I would have had uh -huh. something today that wasn't the trailer and then have the trailer at D23. Like if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna promote Disney Day, but you also wanna hold stuff out for D23, which 100% makes sense, yeah. I think you still could have done a better job of like almost making what you had today the tease for the tease. You know what right. I mean? Like right. show something here and go, oh shit, Diego Luna and K2SO, that was so cool. And right. then we get the full trailer at D23 or something. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's see, Randall MXD says, couldn't pass up the $1.99 month, so it's time to binge. Love the shows, guys. Oh, thank you, man. That's very kind of you. And then L underscore Santoyo said, what's going on, Tio Roca and Primo Mike? That's cousin for you, if you don't know Mike. Today... I, I uh, understand Espanol. Okay, good. Today, today was a little bit too much. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I was, I, I'm excited for most of these shows, but I have a feeling that some of these shows won't even see the light of day. Thoughts? Season two of What If, though? Very excited about that. So, yeah, do you think, Mike, I mean, like... We saw Rogue Squadron just a couple of days ago get delayed. Yeah. Um, do you think we'll see everything? And I know you come down hard on Warner Brothers. You don't believe anything they they put out. <laughs> I, <laughs> I believe more now. I believe more now. Like I, I think I was very happy with uh, 
with all of their announcements this year. Um, <laughs> I uh, I think that's true. Look, I think that particularly with Marvel, like whipping out all of those titles, you yeah. know, you do wonder. You're like, okay, well, are things going to shift? Are things going to change? So there's always the chance that right. we're going to lose stuff. But the way that I look at it is I'd rather be excited and disappointed yeah. than not be excited. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, give me a bunch of things and tell me that you're developing them and making them and yeah. I'm going to get super excited and I know that I'll get disappointed down the road because right. uh, some stuff won't happen or some stuff will change, but that doesn't take away the fact that I still got to be excited for a period of time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Life lessons from the Geek Buddies. <laughs> there you go. Put it down on on, on, on a paper somewhere. But um, we're, let's jump into some more other stuff here, Mike, before we wrap up. Uh, is there anything? Let's jump into Disney animation stuff and Pixar stuff. Is there is there any of that that really jumped out of you? We had the Baymax yeah. stuff. We had the Loud and Proud. We had the Ice Age, as we said. We also had uh, we also had the Pixar stuff with Mater. They're having Larry the Cable Guy announcing cars on the road. Uh, we had uh, Larry which... the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy looked like he had just rolled out of bed. Yes. And they showed up with a camera crew and they were like, here's what you need to say. And he's like, we going to do a show. Later. <laughs> like it was, I was like, like here's all my catchphrases. <laughs> um, yeah, I, look, I, uh, as far as the animation stuff goes, I think that, um, the Baymax trailer was great. Yes. I I love Ooh. Baymax, and I think they just nailed that humor. Um, watching him make that cup of coffee for that dude uh, was that was like on the level of the sloth and Zootopia funny. Like it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same bit. It's the same yeah. gag, but it was really funny. Um, so I'm super excited about that. I'm really intrigued by this win or lose series. Yeah, it's Pixar. It's Pixar's first series. Uh, like original series. Like yeah. they're doing a bunch of shorts and stuff and we're going to get this Cars series. Um, but this is like an original series about a team. I think they said it's a it's a baseball team in the five days leading up team. to the... A softball, a softball team yeah. leading up to their, uh, their big end of the season game. Yeah. And that each episode is from the perspective of one of the players. Uh, and so we get to see each of them. And that just seems like a really interesting Pixar way of telling a story. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm really intrigued to see what Pixar sort of serialized storytelling in that sense is. Um, I'm excited for the Tiana series. I just wish we were seeing a little bit more or knew a little bit more, like mm -hmm. a full musical animated series on Disney Plus. Like to me, that's the promise of the Disney animation side in the yeah. way that what what we're getting on the Star Wars and Marvel side is to my geekier aspects. <laughs> like I want I want a show where each week I see a princess singing and I am good to go. Like I yeah. I really need that in my life. Um. <laughs> What was the Ice Age? Like you said, like it's yep. not necessarily my favorite brand, but I'm like, I'm, I'll check it out if it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, Zootopia, the, the Zootopia Plus? stuff, the Zootopia stuff. I'm 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 excited for because I think it'll be okay. fun. I just wish it wasn't short form. Like I I do wish yeah. we were getting some more longer form animated things in general. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I haven't checked out the Olaf shorts yet, but I'm sure that they are delightful. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look at those uh, as well. And the Ciao Alberto. Uh, so Jack, yes. uh, let me ask you a question. Why in this day and age when we're virtual, why can't a studio just send over a mic, a complimentary mic to these people, have them hook it up to their freaking computers and be able to say, the Jack Dylan Grazer thing got on my nerves because he was like, so let me tell you what this is all about. And it just kind of lost me on so many levels. Like, come on, why isn't this being, why aren't you getting a mic so I can understand what he's saying and hear him doing the voice of uh, the kid from, uh, from, uh, uh, from Luca, you know, I don't Listen. know. 
I'm still. I don't know why. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Disney PR. Don't come at me. I'm just putting it out there. Don't come Uh, Also, another one, Better Nate Than Ever, was also announced. That's based on the book by Tim Fetterly. That'll be a film with Aria Brooks, Joshua Bassett, Michelle Federer, and introduces Ruby Wood as Nate. So good stuff. And Lisa Kudrow in this with Norbert, Leo Butts, and then Pinocchio. We didn't get anything. And this is being done by Robert Zemeckis. I can't imagine you're excited about this, right? Zemeckis, although Tom Hanks is in it, Cynthia Revo's in it. But still, I don't know, man. I I, Do we need another Pinocchio, man? I, in general, uh, and this is definitely part of my bias is like, I'm a huge Disney fan. Like, yeah. it would, it would, spoiler alert, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go see the stuff. Uh, I, you know, the live action adaptations of the animated stuff are really hit and miss. Yeah. I'll watch, I will absolutely 1000% watch every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And I say, I'd say maybe like tw- 15 to 20% of them I think are good. After that's fair. Fact. You know, like, that's I think fair. that, I think that that's. And do I think that this Pinocchio is going to be on that end of it? I don't know. I think the general rule with live action adaptations is the more different you make it from the yeah. source material, the better chance you have of it being good. Right. And the more that you try and make it as close as possible to the animated version, AKA Lion King, <laughs> the more that it's going to suffer by comparison. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. All right. Well, there you go. Um, Let's wrap. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. What do you say? One also, like, just really clearly, if mm-hmm. I wasn't clear enough, like, Hocus Pocus 2. I don't. Hocus Pocus 2 is probably one of the most important announcements of the day because just seeing the three of them dressed up as the Sanderson sisters again, like, guys, <sighs> it is, it is, it is big. Grandma's I know the Geek coming. Buddies, listen, <laughs> I'm just telling you, they're, Bette Midler's going to sing a song again. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Um, Hocus Pocus is one of those weird things. If you 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 don't like Hocus Pocus, I, I I don't like you know I love the Golden Girls. I like the first version of it, but go ahead, yeah. The Golden Girls. Well, they look like the Golden Girls now because they're that old. But go ahead, yeah, oh my go god, ahead. stop <laughs> it. Um, they were 300 years old in the first movie. They're just yeah. looking their age better now. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, no, Hocus Pocus is one of those weird things. Like if you got it at the right age, you have the nostalgia for it, and if People you didn't, do. I have like. I have definitely shown Hocus Pocus. Like, I will tell you that part of gay Halloween is going to at least three screenings of Hocus Pocus at people's houses. Like, that is a part of the thing. So the fact that we're going to have another one, I'm very, very on board for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Any final words about the entire event here, Mike? How would you encapsulate it? your overall opinion on the event. Now, after we've talked about it, heard from some of the fans here. And by the way, as Michael's saying this, and, and I'm wrapping up as well, please remember to hit a like on this video. We had a, over 400 people watching us live. So please hit that like button if you haven't hit that like button. So Michael, sorry, go ahead. I think it's exactly what I said. Like I'm underwhelmed, but I'm happy. Like mm-hmm. I, I think they could have done a better job of it. I think that they hopefully will in the future. But I think that, you know, the... The other streaming services don't do it. Like, like Warner Brothers has their yeah. big event and Disney has D23 and everybody has sort of their version of like, let's do all our big geek announcements. Right. But for a streaming service to sort of be like, let's make a day that is a celebration, I think is a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. And do I think that the idea lived up to all the expectations? Not 100%. Like it didn't fully get there, but we still got a lot of cool shit. Like I have a whole weekend of stuff that I can be watching. And yeah. I think that... uh of the announcements that we got, like I'm still plenty hyped. 
Yeah. And don't forget the Marvel. Some of the Marvel movies are in IMAX. Now you can watch them in IMAX at your oh, house. That's right. Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and Black Widow are all available there in IMAX Enhanced. You can watch on your television. My friend Adam Plavak, who, cr- who crows all the time about 191. There you go. 191. There you go. It's going to be able to watch it in that aspect at your house. Also, just really quickly, because everyone is talking about it in the chat right now. Like, oh, okay. yes. I don't know. I don't know if Disney will ever do it, but I was talking to Greg Weissman about it. Like and I, if they, I would kill. I would kill somebody. <laughs> I would kill a man. I would kill a man How, to work say. on a Gargoyles reboot. Like, I... That is, I, they have to do it at some point. Like, it's yeah. going to happen. I have to believe that, like, at some point, they're just going to cave in and be like, we got to do this. That no, Like, people don't shut up about it. Like, mm. all, all of us, all we talk about is how we want more gargoyles. Oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> Guys, oh, my gosh. People losing their minds in the chat, for sure. Uh, <laughs> here's the way I would sum it up. This, Dis- this uh, Disney Plus Day was like a Disney Plus series. There's a lot to be excited about. Did it stick the landing? I don't think it 100% stuck the landing. But overall, we got a lot of cool stuff in between. Did all the storylines play out? Did you get what you expected from the storylines? No, not 100%. But overall, I'd still do it again. I'd still want to watch all this stuff. I'd still want to have all the announcements come out and enjoy seeing the different trailers, different footage, and the the behind-the-scenes stuff that we got. So, yeah, as someone pointed out earlier, D23 may be the place where we see even more trailers, and who knows? Maybe that's when we'll 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 do this all over again and talk about it then. We shall see. But, yeah, for that, I will say it's a streaming service. It isn't Disney Disney. It's a streaming service, so there's a different approach here. So we'll see down the road uh, if uh, next year they do a better job and take the lessons from this year for sure. Uh, All right, uh, that's it from us here on the Geek Buddies. Mike, uh, shit. Well, we don't have Shannon anymore, so uh, uh, don't. Have, you, I'm not doing. I'm not doing the email thing. Okay. I've literally been you. The whole last thirty seconds that you've been talking, I've just been sitting here going, "Don't make me do the email thing." <laughs> All right. Uh, if if you want to follow us uh, uh, on Twitter, it is geek underscore buddies, and on Instagram, it's the underscore geek underscore buddies. There on Instagram, that's how you can follow us, and please do so. The more followers we get on Twitter, and Instagram, we can start doing getting sponsorships and getting clothes and doing giveaways and all that kind of stuff. So if you don't follow us on social media, trust me, follow us. Uh, both Mike and Shannon do an incredible job handling our social media on Twitter and on Instagram. So please give them some love there on that side of things. Michael, what else do we say? All right. Well, hey, if you are a Star Wars fan, a Marvel fan, a Disney fan, a Pixar fan, or the three Nat Geo fans out there, we are glad that you had a good Disney day. And we want to keep talking about all of this geeky stuff with you. We love doing all of our reviews on all of the Star Wars and Marvel shows coming out. We want to keep doing them. And here's how you can help us do that. Uh, Like John said, definitely before you leave... Hit that like button below. Uh, Subscribe to John's Outlaw Nation page. There's a ton of amazing content there. All the geeky stuff that you need to know about. And non-geeky stuff, too. He is a renaissance man. He talks about all kinds of things that I'm not interested in. But (laughs) if you are interested in them, you should check them out. Um, Leave some comments below. The chat has been super fun. Leave the comments below on the YouTube channel. channel. Let us know what you thought of things. Uh, We love to hear what you guys think. We love to talk to you guys about it. What do you agree with us on? What do you disagree with us on? Um, do you miss Shannon? Do you not miss Shannon? Like, just tell us whatever you're thinking down there in the comments. And if you are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere where podcasts are available, definitely uh, leave us some stars, leave us some comments there. It helps us go up in the rankings. And as always, the best thing that you can do is 
please retweet this video, post it on your social, send it to your friends, and tell them to check out the Geek Buddies because we are fun and cool and have a good time talking about all of this crazy stuff. There you go. Uh, and if you want to follow the three of us on social media, you can follow Michael at MK2, and you can follow Shannon at Shannon underscore McClung or on Instagram at uh, Shannon the Geek Buddy. Uh, Mikey has his Instagram as well, MK Tune as well. So it's both yeah. there. And on me at The Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. That's it from us. Let me close with one last thing from friend of the show here, Judd Winnick, who summed up today for Star Wars fans by saying, Show me the Kenobi! Show me the Kenobi! That's what he wanted to see. So shout out to Judd for that funny little gif he sent us. All right, we're out of here. Hit that like button. Much love to everybody. And we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode or a brand new live episode here from the Geek Buddies. Buddies. <laughs> hey! Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.